Hey, Ken. Hey, Job. What's up? Avengers and Gami comes out tomorrow for us, tonight for people in Europa. Okay. And uh, I just want to ask you one question. What's going to happen? Uh, if you believe the internet, um, Ant-Man is going gonna, is gonna to climb up Thanos' butthole and then expand into Giant-Man while uh-huh. inside Thanos, thereby, I guess, the theory is killing Thanos. Well, it would technically explode him. Yeah. Um, there's no way that happens. I don't see why not. I think what does happen is Thanos uses the Infinity Gauntlet and then puts Ant-Man in his asshole on purpose. <laughs> okay. And then Ant-Man's like, oh, I'm going to turn into Giant Man, and Thanos just goes, that's what you think. And then begins to shit. <laughs> and then Ant-Man's covered in shit. And he's like, no! My tech! Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. I don't know. Uh, I, what do you think's actually going to happen, Justin? Oh, uh, I think uh, I think uh, Bruce Banner's finally going to turn into the Hulk, and then he's going to peg Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> just, just start fucking ramrodding him. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always horny. <laughs> he just starts fucking going at him. Oh, jeez. Man, I hope they do something with the Hulk. The last movie, he was a fucking little bitch boy. Imagine how expanded that dong is. You know, you know what I mean. The Hulk's dong. Good night. This is like literally a scene in the MCU that's about Hulk's dong, dude. I know. Yeah. But imagine him just fucking smacking the Thanos' ass meat. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking ultra dong. Oh jeez, why are you? I thought this was gonna be just like we say some funny shit, but now you're just bringing out your Thanos X Hulk fan fiction. It's that it's for out everybody there, to hear. It's out there. I don't ship those two. I ship the best ship. Yeah. Hawkeye. Uh-huh. And his own arrows. That's a good one. wonder if he's actually going to be in this one. Um, <laughs> allegedly. I don't believe... I won't believe it till shit actually happens. Uh, Hawkeye, like, your favorite, though, right? Yeah, but, like, it doesn't mean I love him in the MCU. I don't. You just like him in the comics. Yeah. The good Matt Fraction shit. That's the best comic ever. Ah, it's up there. Uh, that's, it's, that's the best comic. It's no Venom, I'll tell you that. Oh. Ah. You mean the movie? No. No, I mean the comic. You mean the movie? No, the comic. Venom is uh better than Watchmen. You mean the movie? It's art. Yeah, I do. The, ve- the movie <laughs> Venom is better than the movie Watchmen. <laughs> that might be true. Uh, I, honestly... <laughs> Yeah. I, I mean, not to talk shit on Watchmen, but like, hey, you know, hey. It's not like, it would be less, no less consistent for this show for us to just shit on Zack Snyder unprompted. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay, but no, what's really going to happen is uh, Iron Man is going to be like, we got to kill Thanos. And then he's like, I have the solution. And he just cu- pulls out a gun. <laughs> and then he and he shoot Thanos and Thanos die and he's like and then the credits roll and it's ba ba da ba da ba 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 and then the post credits is Thanos. He uses his gun special. 
Thanos snaps, then he's alive again. He's like, but what if I had a gun? And then you have to wait until Avengers 5. Does this turn into the art of war? Yeah. What if I also had a gun? Thanos' art of war. Why doesn't Thanos use a gun? He'd be a lot more effective than just punchy. I think a lot of people should be using guns. In the MCU? Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye, for one. Oh, God. (laughs) Please. Gotta use bow and arrows. I'm the most accurate man on the face of the planet, but do not give me a sniper rifle, whatever you do. Please give me a bow and arrow. But hey, comics are fun. Yeah. And also garbage. Yeah. motherfuckers <laughs> welcome to the get a jump show that's Gen. yeah hi i might be jump but maybe only on wednesdays is it wednesday it's thursday i think it's technically thursday because it's late no longer jump <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not jump and this is the get and jump show then who am i i'm my alter ego up Oh, God, no. <laughs> Is that backwards? No, there's no J. No, there's just no J. Okay, I don't know. I got, I don't know. For some reason, I thought of Oob or from Budge. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. That's my, my alter ego, Budge. Budge. Yeah. I can't say my. <laughs> <laughs> the Neg and Budge show. That's why I didn't want to say it. It's N E G. Neg. Yeah. What's wrong with. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Just me is canceled. Whatever, Damn. bro. Whatever, dude. Uh, what have you been playing? Go ahead. You're just becoming more white. It's not helping you. <laughs> Pass me another fucking natty light, bro. <laughs> Hand me a Miller. Let's where go can, hunt some humans. Where can I find a bar that sells some premium fucking IPAs, huh? Nowhere. Where? Premium? Premium. At a bar? If it if it's not being in Ohio, brewed, if it's not being brewed and kegged right there, it's fucking useless. Well, that's why I only drink Dr Pepper, the finest IPA. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, God damn it. what what have you been? playing, I feel Ken like Hart? what you are playing is infinitely more interesting than what my answer to this question will be. <laughs> um, on a on a, uh, I was peer pressured by a friend of mine to buy a game called Bricks 2. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> if you want to know what Bricks 2 is, you know you know that, uh... You've played this kind of game before, maybe on your phone, or maybe, you know, a long time ago in the past. I, I don't know, like... It's just like a little, little, little fucking... Pong paddle-looking-ass thing at the bottom of the screen, and then a bunch of colored bricks... Bounce the ball up into bricks and hit them and break them like a brick breaker. I think it's just literally called bricks. But this is bricks too. Now, it, but it's not made by who made bricks. So how how they get away with it? Bricks is spelled B R I K S. They did it. Void Genius. Copyright. Genius. Uh, the other unique thing about this game is the art in the background of all the levels, of which there's like a hundred and thirteen or something like that. There might be more after I beat them all. 
and uh, it's 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 pure cringe. It's pure cringe. There's anime titty. There's like pinup girl titty. There's like bad GTA esque art of like gangsters and shit. There's uh, things that I can only describe as the share zone images, like skulls and skeletons and hooded skeletons like Grim Reapers and. They're looking all so hardcore, so hardcore, a 13-year-old probably is into it what, real bad. What fucking royalty-free website did they get this imagery from? I am not certain, but I believe they also sell, uh, you know, avatar images and uh, themes for the PS4. Under the same name of Bricks 2. Uh, anyway, it... it <laughs> the worst part is that it's kind of playable. Like, it's not terrible, it's a ripoff of a game that's fine, so I guess that's obvious, but, like, there's not really a reason for me to stop playing it, because <laughs> it's, like, okay. It's okay enough that I'll keep playing it. I mean, I bought it as a joke, basically, but it, it can get me a plat. Now, I haven't really been playing it that much, though. I've been playing a lot more Phoenix Wright. Uh, I've been playing a lot more Horizon. Uh, I wish I liked Horizon more. This is, see, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I like it, but it, it's not, like, the best. Like, I, I was expecting it to be better than it is. Yeah, same. Uh, I think Spider-Man kind of ruins certain things in open-world games for I think me now. Spider-Man is definitely a better game than Horizon. Well, hell yeah. But, like, for instance, so in Horizon, there's collectibles. Like, whatever, these, like, future-looking things. And then, like, coffee cups. But whatever. So... I found out that you can buy maps from merchants that tell you where the collectibles are. And I was like, oh, cool. This cuts out the middleman, and that's good. The middleman being you have to look up where all the collectibles are on your phone in order to get all the collectibles. I've always hated that. you know. And like getting collectibles in a game is like something that I actually am okay with doing. And you something seem to that, find some kind of joy in it. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's kind of like... I think I've talked about this before. Maybe not on the podcast, so I'll say it again. It, it's kind of like building a Lego. Where, like, you open up the instruction manual and it just tells you everything to do in a quick, easy steps. And then you're done. And it's not like you really did anything. <laughs> but you build a Lego. And there's something, like, you know, kind of chill and maybe even therapeutic in that to me. Sometimes I like being told how to do something and then doing it, and then it's done. And it feels like I accomplished something, even if it was very simplistic as a result. Uh, and collectibles in games can be kind of like that, but I hate the aspect where the game doesn't tell you where the collectibles are. Like plopping into a GTA and it's just like, find the 50 things in San Andreas. Good luck, asshole. San Andreas is huge. San Andreas is bigger than where you live. <laughs> so, good luck finding these 50 scraps of paper that are, like, on fucking... On bridges, so you have to parachute onto the bridge. Yeah, I, I hate that shit. Uh, like, that shit would be easier if I knew where they were. And I didn't have to look them up. So I was like, oh, cool, Horizon tells me where they are. But it doesn't, really. No, it just tells you location. It gives you, like, a little circle that tells you where... In general, this is, and that circle is way too fucking big. It's so goddamn big. And it's really annoying looking at every little fucking chunk of land that this circle inhabits to try and find a coffee cup. That's fucking aggravating. 
it's gotten to the point where like I I still look them up online to figure out where exactly they are in this fucking circle. And that sucks. Shouldn't have to do that. Especially no. not when there's a map telling you where they are. The map should tell me where it is. Yeah, the Spider-Man sword a lot of that. And you know, it's good. Because yeah. all games should do that. Spider-Man just tells you where they are. And it leads you right to them. Because it should. There's not really anything lost in doing that. You're just telling me where they are instead of the internet. And that's good. Because the internet shouldn't have to do that. I don't know. That's just me, maybe. Maybe some people like exploring the map. But in an open world game, it's like... Kind of insane... To even consider doing that. To the level that a, a collectibles expect you to sometimes. I, I got a problem with that. And I got a problem about like... Uh, I had a very big immersion breaking moment in Horizon. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll talk about. Where... Uh, so I, I met the NPC in the game who's like, Hey, there's enemy bases around here. And you want to go kill them with me and shit? Because woo boy killing. Uh, he seems like a nice fellow, this guy who loves murdering people. Anyway, so he's like, all right, meet me at this base over here, this enemy base, and I'll, 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 uh, we'll, uh, attack it. And, uh, that was just a random encounter with an NPC, like, basically in initiating a side mission. And then I just went and did a bunch of other stuff, you know, collectibles that I didn't know where the fuck they were, and, uh, just killing robots and stuff. And then I come across an enemy encampment, and I just attack it, because I kind of came on a different side of it than where this fella is. I didn't even know he was there. We'll get to that in a minute. So I take out all the enemies in this encampment. I kill everybody there, and then I free hostages. And then they're like, oh, thank you. And then there's like a, a bonfire there now, and I save and everything. And then I go on the other side of this area... And there's that guy standing there, the NPC that told me about enemy bases. And I talked to him, and he begins to talk about that enemy base over there that isn't an enemy base anymore. And then the camera begins to zoom into the enemy base as he's telling me tutorials. Like, he's like, this is where the enemies can sound the alarm on you. So make sure that they don't reach that area. And it's just panning past the freed hostages that now inhabit this area post-taking it down. Uh, and then he's like, come and talk to me when you're done taking out all the enemies. And then the conversation ends and he just stands there. <laughs> so I talk to him again immediately and he's like, oh, cool, you did it. <laughs> oh my god. And I was like, what the fuck? Why is this like this? Did, did no one figure this out? Before the game came out. <laughs> like, I realized that it's possible that, like, you know, you could just come across this the way you're supposed to. It's entirely reasonable. But I didn't, and the fact that it lets me just attack the base without even talking to that guy, but then he still says the same shit after, is wild to me. Yeah, it feels like a bit of a misstep. Now, like, Horizon's a pretty decent game, but there's just a lot of weird little janky things in it that are... Yeah. Keeping me from, like, really loving it. The, uh, but it's okay. I'm having an okay time. It's fun. I I, I think it's enjoyable. I just wanted to bitch about that because it was really weird to me. It's enjoyable, but what? I just think like there's there's stuff about it just just so off putting. Like like the dialogue, like like watching people talk is just really weird. Yeah, the dialogue feels really long. Right. For that game, 
and, it, and it, it's it's not particularly like expertly written or anything. There are some moments that are good, and some characters I like to talk to more than others. But like, there's so many conversations to have in that game, and it's just on and on and on and on, and like not a lot of information that I care about. Like, I can't really be asked to fucking learn the lore <laughs> and learn all the names of shit. Yeah, it's for people who are really invested. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I've just got introduced to this world. I don't have time to care about this. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if it was like Horizon 3 or something, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's the Karja. Oh yeah, that's Meridian. But like when I hear that shit now, I'm just like, where? Who? Who? What? What? (laughs) (laughs) That was a deep reference. No one understands what we just did. Absolutely not. The Neil Cicerega song. Slim Shady. What? (laughs) Who? Who? All right, anyway, uh, what have you been playing, Justin? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping on keeping on Phoenix, right? I'm on the second game now. Oh, cool. I got to get up to there. I'm still on case uh, the Von Karma case in game one. Yeah. So the, end, not... of, so the end of game one, except for the, the bonus one. So I guess it's technically a new game. Yeah, I'm on game two, case two. And uh, <sighs> some things that uh, I, I forgot about the second game. First of all, how the music is pretty different. Yeah, well, I appreciate that because, yeah. like... As Spices good as the up. Phoenix Wright music is, it, it does get old after a while. No, this music is just as good. Yeah, that's the good thing. Each game has its own, like, court themes, which yeah. is dope. They're all really good. Until I think, like, 5 reintroduces some of the old ones. Yeah, yeah, But But then there's new ones as well, I think, yeah. if I'm right. Mm-hmm. There is, you're right. Yeah, it's really great. I... I love Phoenix, right? And I'm going to keep talking about it for the next few weeks, probably. But how much I love this series, I mean, and everybody same. should play it. It's fantastic. It, it's Even if you don't like visual novels, like I think Phoenix Raid is like a must-play. I think it's one of the best examples of visual novel that exists. Because... Yeah, I think, I think it's the best one. Yeah. I think it's definitely the best visual novel. I, I, to be honest, though, I, I, I haven't played a lot either. I played I'm a not, bunch. I'm not the kind of person that seeks them out, unless you consider something like Telltale visual novel. I no. guess in a way, they're more that they're, they're spawned from like the point and click genre, which is different from visual novels. Visual novels, in a lot of ways, Phoenix Wright is a point and click at times too. For the for the most part, visual novels are uh, are are like basically like choose your own adventure books. But but Phoenix Wright has one path. Yeah. Yeah, but Phoenix Wright's different from everything else. It has one path, and it's gonna more like a puzzle a solver. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it, it's more like a puzzle game rather than like just like a choose-your-own-adventure thing. Because really, you're just solving a puzzle. Who done it? Yep. Who's the murder? Like, how do, how, do I, how do I keep going in court? That's the puzzle you're trying to solve. How do I buy more time? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I love how at like every point in every Phoenix Wright game, there's like a moment where you're like, uh, "How do you feasibly win?" Because it they make it look like like you have no idea what the fuck's going on, and then you just all of a sudden figure out they're like, "Oh, that's right, you're the murderer." Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I figured it out because of this weird piece of evidence that somehow does <laughs> that makes everything okay. Like, there's moments in cases where it's like, you know, oh well. I, I'm the judge. I'm about to fucking hand down my guilty verdict in three, two, one. Wait, <laughs> and then you figure it out, and then everything is switched. That Whoa. happens like four times in the Von Karma case in the first <laughs> game. It's ridiculous how many yeah. times that happens. 
It's great, though. Yeah, but it, it's... It's it's very anime, very overly dramatic. Oh, it's like, so it's hammed so up. It's so fun. It's so hammed it's up. It's on purpose. Oh, yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah. I love it. Phoenix Wright's kind of like a parody of Court yeah, in it general. Is. Well, yeah, it, it's and supposed to... a parody to... of Japan's Court, in a way, because... Yeah, it's taking jabs at it. There's a reason why a lot of the stuff explored in Phoenix Wright is about how corrupt and bad courts in the law are. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's uh... It's good. Yeah. It's real good. It's got, it's got some good meaning to it. Great story, great characters. I'm going to keep raving about it. I'll rave about it some more next week. All right? All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be playing more Tyco. I'll never stop. You stream Tyco now. Yes, I do. I had that twitch.tv slash Tyco Jusby. <laughs> I, uh, I stream Tyco no Tatsujin drum session. Uh, usually about once or twice a week when I have time. Cool, cool. Uh, it kind of sucks to stream it, though, right now, because I don't have a capture card. And streaming natively from the PlayStation 4... Is it shit? Well, it just makes it so half the songs don't work. Oh, Because really? like, of copyright shit. Oh, that's So, sucks. like, all the, like, anime and pop songs don't work. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, so you play them and it just doesn't play any music. Mm. I want to stream one of these days. <laughs> what should I stream, Jusby? Um, Bricks 2. Oh, I don't think anyone will watch that. Make a, make a thing out of platting bad games. <laughs> I've been thinking about that, actually. I would love to have a Twitch channel where I just work on platting games, but, like, I choose, like, ones that aren't good. Right, you choose like, I gotta play that ones. Hannah Montana game on a stream. That'd be amazing. Would I get to, would I just not get be able to do it because it's all copyrighted songs, probably? I don't think it'll matter. I don't know if people care about Hannah Montana songs anymore. It's a though. thing that, that, like, that PlayStation puts in there themselves. Like, only a couple games do it. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking more about, like, you know, Twitch would, like, Twitch it... won't do anything to you. Not, if it's, not while if it's, it's live. Natively, if not it's while native, it's live. Right. Yeah. If it's natively in the game, they won't do anything to it. Yeah. Uh, that's on PlayStation's end that that happens. And the only two two games that that reportedly happens to are Taiko Nadatsujin Trump Session <sighs> and Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. <clears throat> it's the only two. Okay. I just uh, happen to want to stream the one that gets fucked by that. So <sighs> I have to wait until I get a capture card to do the other stuff. Weird with that. Sometimes when I upload a clip to, like, my Facebook or whatever from PS4, it'll be like, you're not allowed to do that. And I'll get, like, a notification. I'm like, but I am, though. Right. And then they put it back up. But sometimes it takes them forever to do it. It's so weird. There's a I had that happen a lot back in the day when, uh... Back in the day. It was only a couple years ago. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five came out, and I had a lot of clips that used the songs. Yeah. To my advantage. <laughs> to make clips of dumb shit happening. And then it would always pop up that, like, you don't own... That song? And I'm like, I don't, but... Fair use. It's fair use in this game. Fuck off. I should be allowed to do this. I'm not profiting off of this. And then then it's up again. It's fine. Right. But the first time it happened to me, I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, oh, wait, what can they do? What eh. would they do? Not much. No, I don't care. There's no ads running on it, so no. why do they care? Can't wait for that the, the fucking Google... Uh, Stadium Arcadium or whatever it's called uh, to come out and then that just oh, the happens to, that just happens to everyone all the time and everybody's pissed off how about that oh god because it because it encourages people uploading clips and things right yeah straight to YouTube right oh yeah straight to YouTube's great algorithms oh it's fucking great Whoo boy that's gonna be great mm. block that footage immediately upon uploading in a mass <laughs> <laughs> in a massive upload of people doing it and everybody learned how bad YouTube is then Oh, Maybe God. it'll be a good thing from that. I uh, I, I'm not looking forward to that platform. Anyway, the reason we'll talk about Tycho a little bit. 
I feel like I'm getting really good at the game now. You suck, dude. I hit this, like, I hit this incredible stride playing yesterday where I was getting, like, full combos on a bunch of different songs I could not do before. And it was, like, sticking. And, like, I don't know, something hit me. It's because you were streaming, bruh. I wasn't streaming yesterday. Oh, okay. I was, I wish I was streaming. Because <laughs> then like, you'd look good. Dude, I was going, like, yeah, it'd be better than, like, be, like, somebody will pop in my stream and I'll be doing really good at a song and I'll miss a note. I'll pause it and I'll get pissed. <laughs> And then they'll leave. Oh. And that's just kind of what happens. But you always get people popping in and out. It's hard to retain viewers. I got one guy who comes and pays a visit every time I stream. <laughs> Consistently. It's it's me. There's one other guy it who wasn't me. One other guy who actually plays Tyco. You'll pop in the chat and talk about it. I'm not always conscious when you stream. Yeah, I stream early most yeah. of the time. When I, when I get off work early, I'll come home and... I work at midnight. Pop it on. Like I'll, I'll probably be streaming this cup coming Tuesday. Cool. Cause I get off work at that the at that twelve thirty, so I'll probably come home and pop that sucker in. That's my one day shift, so I'll miss that one too. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's how it do be. That's okay. You can watch my bricks two streams. Uh, I've also uh, been going to more Smash tournaments. I go every week. I went to another one uh, the day of recording. Ooh, this means we could talk about Joker. Yeah, absolutely. Want to talk about Joker? Yeah. Um, How is Joaquin Phoenix? I like Joaquin Phoenix a lot. <laughs> yeah? He, uh, he's, he's really captivating. I think uh, he puts on a good show. Uh-huh. He and has a gun, dude. He, he does have... Whoa. He does have the gun special. Yeah. That's very, very, very interesting. Do you remember when Sakurai said no guns? Yeah, there's guns. There's guns. Bayonetta had guns. It's already too late. Yeah, but like... Did she just have guns, or were they like foot guns? Oh or no, something? they're guns. She oh. has she has two guns for her hands, and two guns for her feet. Oh okay, that's how that works. Yeah, all right. So yeah, the gun gun's been there already. I'll put so more then guns that's in not smash. a huge deal. Uh, but yeah, Joker is sort of like Sheik. I could I would say. Really, she reminds me of Sheik. You know, he, Joker reminds me of Sheik, where uh, he's very fast and is very like. Like, combo-based okay. in these, these fast aerials. All right. And he doesn't do it. doesn't output as much raw damage as a lot of other characters, but he has these long combos he can do. That's cool. And then he can't really kill people until his persona comes out, and then he can, like, almost all of his moves can kill. Ah, okay. That's so what really, it looked like. Yeah, so really you're, you're kind of setting up to, like... like in the early stages of a stock, just kind of like building percentage damage. Then when the persona comes out, then you go for the kill. And it's it's very possible to do that. Most opponents will try to just wait you out while your persona's out, but you're so fast you can rush them down. Okay. And kind of like force them to act, which is very very nice. I think he's a great character. I think like as far as like viability goes competitively, I think he could easily land in like high tier. Huh. Okay. That might be neat. Yeah, I think he's gonna be very. I think they he's gave him very, a lot of love. There's lots of references to the Persona franchise as a whole with his stage and with his move set and his his aesthetic. Like I like how he when he wins, it's just the thing for Persona Five, just straight up. Yeah, and then uh, if you like, if you're playing a Mementos and then you're you're listening to like the let's say the the Persona Four, so one of, one of the songs from Persona Four is playing. Yeah, and then you win as Joker. The victory, it's the same victory screen, but it's but it's the color for the game. So like it's yellow for Persona Four. And then it's playing the Persona 4 victory music. Okay. It's really cool. They, they, they do all kinds of shit like that. It's really, really neat. 
And if you play on the 5 version with the 5 music, he says you're disabled, but rude. Ugh. <laughs> sure. Sure thing, bud. Sorry, I'm referencing uh, great news that came out uh, recently that uh, is not real news. Nope, thanks for pushing that article out, Kotaku, and then throwing Laura K. Dale under the bus, you bunch of fucks. Yeah. Kotaku UK can suck my dick. Yeah. Different from Kotaku US, worthwhile to note. Who has... Which is weird, but I guess that makes sense. Who has a beautiful man named Tim Rogers (laughs) working on their staff on the video team. Yeah. He's a good guy. Because, like, I, I, I feel like Kotaku gets so much shit... And, and it's hard when something like this happens because it like it makes it seem like everyone is justified in giving Kotaku shit. Because clearly, that was a bad article right. that should not have been published. I think even the, the, the author, Laura Kate Dale, might agree with that now. Oh, absolutely. And, I think and so. might have even then because, you know... And, and I think since deleted tweets, but I think they're elsewhere available. I'm not really certain... She said that, like, yeah, I wanted to check with Nintendo and Atlas, but yeah, then my boss just put the fucking article up. Basically. I'm gonna. I don't know how much I should talk about this, but I'm in a group with her. Okay. And she talked about it a little bit more. All right. And uh, yeah. I think that information was more publicly available, and she had to delete tweets about right. it. Right. Actually. The the full story is that she got an email from somebody who said that. They heard that word in that song, right? Yeah. And so she was like, okay, well, I'll listen to it. And then she thought she heard it too because once somebody says something like that, it kind of burns into your brain, you know? Uh-huh. And so she wrote this little op-ed about it. It was like, okay. Sent it into her editor. It was like, all right, here's this. Let's wait on word from somebody before we post it. Yeah. And then he was like, nah. Yeah, it definitely should Push have been out. written in a way that was like, you know, if you if you don't talk to Nintendo and Atlas, it should have been written in a more speculative maybe. Yeah, which is what she did. Maybe it says this way. Yeah, and then it was like rewritten or like Yeah, the editor took out. those words out because yeah. that's what the editor does. It and then that's out. fucked up and I hate it and it doesn't make games journalists look good. Yeah, and then her, her editor uh basically tried not to take the blame until uh he had to and then he did. When they issued a correction, he took the blame for it. Only, only after it, the entire internet uh, was just pounding this poor girl incessantly. Yeah, because the internet is cruel, and especially when it when you're criticizing a video game or an anime thing, uh, and Persona is both. Yeah, no, dude, Weeb uh, Twitter, Weeb Twitter was out of fucking control that day. Yeah, my brother said one thing defending Laura K. Dale, and Weeb, he Weeb Twitter started harassing him so hard he had to lock his account. Ah, oh, god, it, it's a shame, and, and it just and it happening. just furthers stereotypes and just you know because like you know oh games journalists are all fucking stupid and bad. It's not true. It isn't. There's there's plenty of great journalists out there. Fucking people, uh, plenty of people who do great work in video games. Yeah, I usually like uh, his content a fair amount because he's pretty funny. But Critical made a video about it, where he basically said that games journalists are all like fucking stupid and it shouldn't be a profession that exists because this is all that comes out of it. And I I heavily disagree. Ah, uh, so do I. Uh, I think there's a lot of important things to talk about and consider an actual 
factual articles that like, need to come out and need to exist. There's so much, like, fucked up shit in video games, especially right now with, like, people being overworked that needs to be reported on. I think also a lot of people misconstrue uh, what journalism is a lot of the time. Like, you think people like, oh, video game journalists aren't real journalists, they just read press releases and stuff. If you look at a shit ton of different news articles online, they're just taking shit from the Associated Press and yeah. rewording it. Yeah. Just like video game journalists do on press releases. Mm-hmm. It's no fucking different. It's the same fucking thing. It's just in video games. And there's lots of different kinds of it. It's not just people that, like, you know... What is investigative Haha, journalism? remember that guy who played Cuphead bad? And got made fun of. Right. They're not all like that. And also, not even all of them review games, so I don't know, like, criticizing them for being bad at games doesn't even work either. Right. Yeah. In fact, a good chunk of them don't. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. People just don't know what the fuck I just took issue. I took a lot of issue with that because it just furthers the negativity around it that is, is mostly just fabricated. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I dumb shit so. happens, but, like, you know could eventually become, like, you know, where you're Donald Trump and you're like, everything is fake news that I disagree with. Right. And fuck that shit. No, nah, yeah, get that shit out of here. We're not, we're not <laughs> trying to live that kind of life. I'm sure plenty of people are, but... Yeah. Not us! Not the Gen and Jub show. We're certified not fucking with it. Yeah. Get put, put a stamp on that shit, motherfucker. Stamped. Got him. It's a big stamp that says, I ain't fucking. <laughs> I had it already. For reasons. <laughs> what kind of reasons? I ain't fucking... <laughs> I stamped it sadly just every now and then on my walls. <laughs> I ain't fucking... Now, you know, 3 a.m. when it's just like sad time, you just stamp it on your wall. Pfft, I ain't fucking... Oh, what a great multi-contextual <laughs> stamp we have here at the hey, Get a Jump Show. You know, what can I say? <laughs> Gamers rise up. Gamers rise up. We have to stop being mistreated, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck me. It's Speaking about time of... for a gamer president. Let's go. Speaking of Persona, might as well keep on this train. Okay, um, sure. The uh, Nintendo had something in the Joker's kit, right? Uh-huh. That was kind of... That we didn't know what it specifically... Like, it wasn't really referencing anything in Persona 5. It was a grappling hook. Okay. This is a B-move. We're like, what the fuck's that from? Well, it turns out it's from uh, the newly announced Persona 5 The Royal. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Coming out uh, later this year in Japan and sometime in 2020 for America. Yo, why is it coming out so late for America, though? It always takes them a while to translate these games. And uh, I understand that, but like other companies have kind of adjusted to that and like went more like we release at the same time now because there's a big audience in America. Yeah, I think a lot of these games that... I, I remember if it's a Sega thing. I think Atlas is more behind the times on that. I don't think it's a Sega thing. Well, because the the They Yakuza release Sonic team. games over here... They release Yakuza games, like, it, it, now it's not they're simultaneous. releasing them closer. It's closer, but it's still not simultaneous. It's still about six months. You had, uh, like, for example, Judgment came out in Japan late January. We're not getting it till mid-June. Yakuza here. didn't sell well here for a long time, though. Not until, uh, not, it didn't sell really good until Zero. Yeah, so, like, Persona, I don't think you have that excuse when Persona 5 was one of the highest-selling games of all time. I, even here, I'm pretty sure. It, it was, uh... Probably it's probably the best-selling RPG of the last like many years. I don't know how well four sold. Oh well, I mean they not, should know by now. Not as well, just because uh, it wasn't as like widely accessible, especially with like the best version of the game being trapped on the Vita. 
Yeah, yeah. A lot of, not as many yeah. people are buying it, but Persona 5, especially with all the uh, hype generated around it, I think got a lot of people playing it. Very, very good game. And uh, what this version is, it's kind of like how Persona 4 Golden is to Persona 4, where it is a better version of the game. Just probably more shit in it. Yeah, more refined and a lot of extra content. It's a not, lot of it's extra It's not content. a female main character like some people were trying to get. No, it's just a new character, which yeah. is something Persona 4 Golden did as well. Right. And uh, so so it's it's really, really similar to that. We still don't, I don't think we know what P5S is yet still, which uh, is the other thing they announced. Everyone is assuming that means Switch. Yeah, so am I. Uh, that's coming out. That news is coming out soon. Yeah, let me let me look it up real quick. Sure. I think they said something about it. Uh, I, I think they said there's news coming out like tomorrow. So you might even know by the time that this episode of the Gen and Jub show is out. Because I think we just got news about the Royal today. Actually, yes. Uh, not certain. I think, or maybe there's just more news about the Royal coming out tomorrow. I don't really know. I don't know. I don't, I don't play Persona. You know what I play? Garbage. Tony Hawk games. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, tomorrow we'll we'll hear about Persona Five S. Uh, okay. And what it is. Cool. During the live stream of the Persona 5 concert thing. That so you lads already know that are listening to this. Ah, yep. Ah, maybe. Yeah, you'll probably. I don't know what time it's streaming. I'll take a look. All right. I can probably put on the background when I'm working on graphics tomorrow. Well, let's talk about bad comics, Josby. Oh, great. It's time. Is it time? It's that time of year. <laughs> oh, no. I clicked on a, a weird... Okay. I'm good now. What do you got? What let's do you got for me? Here. I'm looking... Hit me up with the dicky. Hit me with your man. You did. I'm gonna go grab a drink. I'm gonna hit you in the bathroom. I'm grabbing a drink. Man, 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 man. I'm trying to get information. Cause I picked up my phone and I clicked out of tabs and it's sad. Hey, kid. Yeah. What do I drink? Uh, an apple sparkling water or a Kool-Aid jammer? Kool-Aid jammer. Jam. Put it in your mouth like slam. Here's some, here's some pouch ASMR. Ah. Oh. oh God, why are you put? Why are you touching my spleen like that? Ooh. Oh God. <laughs> ow, my spleen. <laughs> oh God, ow. Like. No, now my spleen is. Is that is that what your spleen sounds like? Yeah, I think so. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> we're about to fucking jam. Hell yeah, we are, cause we're talking about Batman versus Predator three. I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> I mean that's fair. Uh so actually Batman vs. Predator 3 Blood Ties was not bad. Okay. Uh a, a vast improvement on Batman vs. Predator 2 Blood Match. Oh, I thought it was called Electric Boogaloo. Don't get Blood Match and Blood Ties confused. Uh what this comic should be called is Batman and Robin versus Predator. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um it's Batman and uh Bobbin? The best Robin, Tim Drake. Ah, yeah. My favorite Robin, at least. Uh, I, every Robin has good qualities to them. I love Dick Grayson. I love Jason Todd. I even love Damien to a certain extent. He's a fucking shithead. Love to hate him, maybe is better. It's but fun. I think it's on purpose. Uh, so, But Tim Drake's my favorite just because he's genuinely the best. No ifs, ands, or buts. He's the smartest... He's the most like Batman, in my opinion. 
I'm on board with that. Dick Grayson can kind of be a meme man sometimes. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, Jason Todd kills people. And uh, Damien is an asshole. So, yeah, he had a little shit. Cool. Yeah. So, um, this was not bad. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how it begins and what happens. Uh, let me, uh, let me like, go into who made this. So, Chuck Dixon. That's a fucking amazing name. Uh, he is a classic, classic comic man. <laughs> He's been around the block uh, quite a couple times. Uh, he wrote a shitload of Batman. I'm pretty sure he wrote a lot of the uh, Nightfall storyline. Uh, if I'm right. Okay. Uh, I know what that is. Obviously, the the big... He might be the creator of Bane, actually. I'm not certain. Big old backbreaker. <laughs> Backbreaky man. Bane? <laughs> Bane? Bane? Oh, crush Yeah, it's I'm funny. trying to make sure here before I get too far. Bane? Uh... Yeah, he helped create the key character of Bane. Bane? And he wrote a lot of the Nightfall storyline. Bane? 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 Bane. Quality content we're having right here. Bane? (laughs) Bane? Bane? Yeah, he's written written some dumb shit as well. Remember cross-gen comics? I think so, yeah. Vaguely? Right. Now, uh, deep cut for me again and you job yeah you get me job remember the library had some graphic novels yeah and they had these ones that were called edge uh-huh and these ones that were called forge and right. they were like presented as big comic collections like all the other graphic novels they had but instead it was just like one or two issues from like just it was like an anthology of books that had came out in single issue format. So it was like two issues of this series, one issue of this series, two issues of this series, one issue of this series, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a bunch of them. That was cross gen. Right. And oh, boy okay. were they fucking something. <laughs> uh just a dumb aside. Don't need to talk about that. Anyway, I, I mostly like Chuck Dixon. I'm not certain. I think he's like a fucking Republican now. Uh but is he a comic skater? I don't know. I think he might be working on one of their comics, though, which isn't a good sign. Oh, that's kind of weird. Uh, I, I, but but this is heresy. Don't quote me on this. You mean hearsay? It's yeah. Heresy? <laughs> Man, I've never heard it said out loud, so I always yeah, thought it was that Those are two different words. Oh, okay. Yeah, heres- heresy is like a... I've never really thought about it before. Right. Okay. You know, you, know, you know what a heretic is? Well, yeah. It's the act of being a heretic. Yeah. Is heresy. Yeah. And hearsay is the thing you're referring to. Okay. Hey, they're both similar. They're against God. <laughs> <laughs> hearsay is a sin. Uh, man, it does, it's not hard for me to appear uh, stupid. Go to hell, on this show. sinner. Anyway, I don't know. I, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'd like to think I'm wrong, but he but like sometimes his writing can kind of cross over into like. Sounds like old man territory. Mm. So that maybe led me to believe that. But I'm not certain. Boomer TM Comics. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, basically what I'm trying to say. Uh, So he wrote this, and uh, our our, 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 uh, artist... I just stuttered a bunch like an idiot. Our our, 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 our artist uh, does not have a lot of information that I could see. But his name is Rodolfo DiMaggio. Rodolfo DiMaggio? He's Brazilian. Let me look him up. DiMaggio? Rodolfo 
That DiMaggio. DiMaggio is like an Italian last name. Yeah, but he's he, where you say he's from Brazil. Yeah, he's a Brazilian. That's weird. Comic book artist. I wonder oh, if Frank Sinatra's dad. Oh man, he did the art for an episode one adaptation. Ho <laughs> ho. I don't know. He doesn't oh, have man. a lot of stuff listed. Uh, his art was actually fairly good. So I'm kind of surprised that I can't find a lot of information about him, because I would have been into uh, other comics drawn by him, actually. Let's get into this already. Uh, This actually starts with no Predators happening, uh, from what I can remember. Or no, the the opening scene has Predators, because we have to establish the Predators showing up in Gotham again. Uh, No real continuity from the last one, which is fine, because the last one was shit. Uh, (laughs) The last Batman vs. Predator. So Mr. Freeze is out and about doing Mr. Freeze things. He's uh, robbing a place, uh, robbing a bank to get funds. And uh, I love Mr. Freeze in this comic. He's possibly my favorite character in the comic. It's fun. Mr. Freeze is fun when he's written well. If he's written bad, it's like Batman and Robin, the movie. And, you know, you you never want that. You don't want him to go ice to meet you. Uh, but this one's fun. He's just robbing a bank so he can, you know, fund his research and everything. Mr. Freeze things. And they rob it. And Batman and Robin try to chase him. But I think Mr. Freeze gets away. Because I think he freezes the Batmobile. <laughs> 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 While it's chasing after them, mind you. Uh, try to go anywhere, Batman. <laughs> it was a fun sequence where, like, he froze the road, basically. And then Batman was like... Deploy the good tires. <laughs> it's fine. Deploy like, the good years. <laughs> the spiky, t- uh, spiky ice tires. And then he was like, "Well, fuck it. Your Batmobile doesn't. Uh, you know, what if I just freeze that?" And then that you got away. So, freeze is chilling <laughs> at his uh, at his <laughs> base with his uh, you know cohorts who are just like s- the stupidest people. Chill out. His thugs are not very smart. Uh, they, he got the cops called on him at the bank, by the way. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> okay, the Predator shows up. <laughs> uh, two Predators. Two Predators. Important to note that. Uh, I love this context. Yeah. They show up, and they start fucking killing all of Freeze's goons, and they start closing in on Freeze in the first issue of this comic when it ends. Uh, this is a four-issue comic, by the way. Okay. Uh so then, the cool reveal, no pun intended with cool, actually. I'm going to make ice puns on purpose, but that wasn't one of them. Uh, the cool reveal was, uh, you know how predators have heat vision? Guess what Mr. Freeze is? Oh, he's cold. They yes. can't see him. They can't fucking see Mr. <laughs> Freeze. Which was actually really dope, because they kill everyone else there who like was complaining about the cold and shit before. And then they start going towards Freeze, but then it's just to pick up their weapons and shit. And they don't do anything. And Freeze is like, uh... <laughs> Alright. Uh, a framing device Guess that, that they don't out. really explore is, uh... Detectives. Uh, oh, fuck. What the fuck is his name? Oh, God. Why can't I remember? I love this character. Dick Cheney. Fred Flintstone, though. You know who I'm talking about. Fred Flintstone? <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I got it. Harvey Bullock. He looks just like Fred oh, okay, Flintstone okay, in the animated yeah, yeah, series. Okay, I know who that uh, is. And Renee Montoya uh, right. are like supposed to be investigating uh, these murders that the Predators did earlier. And then they they're doing the freeze case as well. They're just they just pop in and out to just basically tell us like you know oh freeze escaped. So freeze escaped. 
after the predators didn't kill him and he uh, hides out in an ice cream truck as cuz cuz Mr. Freeze needs to be cold in order to live. Right. He can't like and like they make it a note in this that like Gotham is like really hot right now, like it's record high temperatures in the sweltering heat of the so summer. So he's hiding in an ice cream truck. So he's hiding in an ice cream truck and he like makes the guy like drive and he's like if you value your life you'll drive. <laughs> and, and then there's like there's this moment where these kids coming out and they're like, ice cream! And he's like, keep driving, we're not stopping. <laughs> Why not? Just just jump, just give kids, give the kids some ice cream. You know, just Holy Mr. shit, Freeze. mom! Mr. Freeze gave me ice cream. <laughs> that would have been dope. Chill out, kid. Mm. So, uh, Batman is, uh, you know, obviously investigating all of the Predator things. And uh, Batman kind of figures out that it's Predators pretty early. Okay. But he decides not to tell Robin. I mean, technically he's fought. This would be like his third time seeing him, so fuck it. It right? is his third time seeing them. Right. Uh, he decides not to tell Robin because he doesn't want Robin to get involved. Uh, it's not really revealed right away why, but the reason why is Batman knows that the Predators go after things that they view as a threat or as a like challenge to hunt, I should say. Uh, and he doesn't want Robin to go after them, too, because then they will target Robin. And right now they're not. They will probably likely target Batman because they have before. And he wants to keep it that way. But he doesn't explain that to Robin because he's Batman. And he's like, you just do what I say. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so Robin is, like, frustrated and like, why won't he talk to me? I'm just going to go investigate on my own. And shit like that. Ultimate fuck you, Dad. So, you know what that's going to lead towards? Uh, Robin coming across shit that uh, you know at the wrong time. Oops. Whoops. Uh, so we get a uh, a fun moment where like Batman's like, "All right, I'm prepared for this now. I know exactly what to do. I'm going to steal a helicopter prototype from myself." <laughs> oh my god. He's gonna. He, so he uh, infiltrates, I guess you could say, with the help of actor Alfred pretending to be someone else, uh, into a Wayne Tech place with an experimental, super-advanced helicopter with weapons and the works on it. Uh, this part was kind of weird to me, because frequently in comics, Batman just has a plane that has the works on it and can just do everything. So why he would need to steal a helicopter to fight the Predators is weird. Uh, it's, it's worth noting... That the artist had some fun here, and the security guard at Wayne Tech of this helicopter is literally Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love when comic artists do that, and just like a side character is just like, hey, that's a person that I've seen before. That's uh, kind of the point. So Batman attacks these predators. He thinks there's just one at this point, by the way. Uh, but there's two. So, Batman gets, you know, blindsided after almost killing one of them. Uh, I think he's trying to kill them, or maybe wound them. I don't know. I don't think Batman's trying to kill them. But he is trying to take them out with, like, you know... I assume this thing has, like, rubber bullets. I don't know if it would kill them. Okay. But he's trying to get them to fuck off, because they need to fuck off already. <laughs> Batman's tired of this Predator bullshit. So is Commissioner Gordon, by Shit, the way. Shit, I would comic. be too at this point. Fuck. Yeah. It's too much. Uh, there's this really good moment where, like, uh, Catwoman shows up. And she's, like, about to steal some shit. 
the predator is targeting her because it views her as a like good hunt. Okay. And then Batman shows up and starts shooting it with the helicopter. And Catwoman <laughs> turns around and just sees this giant helicopter shooting. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just going to go home and get into my pajamas and go to bed. Peace out, po homie. That was fucking funny. Catch you later. <laughs> she literally just appears in the nopes out of the comic. She's like, I don't want to fucking deal with it. I don't blame her. <laughs> I identify with that shit so fucking hard. Batman escapes and ejects out of the helicopter, and the helicopter gets destroyed. It is now revealed to us that the Predators are, like, basically, like, father and son. Or at least it's implied. Okay. Uh, because, like, the one kills, and it's like it's his first kill or whatever. And the, the like, dad Predator, <laughs> I guess, gives it, like, an old-timey weapon, and we get, like, a flashback to, like, when it got it. It's, like, in the Old West or whatever. It kills a guy, and then it gives him the gun, and it's like, oh, this is a good father-son bonding moment. So, it's later implied that they're going to target Batman and Robin, because it's like, me, the daddy predator, <laughs> will take on Batman, and you, the child predator, will take on Batman's child, Robin, because it sees them together and views them as a father and son, uh, which isn't too far off the mark. Basically, as a deflection, Batman sends Robin after Mr. Freeze instead of the Predators. And uh, Batman, I think, catches back up with him or something. And, and they, they question Mr. Freeze about the things. And Freeze gives them the knowledge that they can't see him. And they don't particularly like the cold. Freeze spills the beans. And now Freeze is not in the comic anymore. Uh, Batman... Just further tells Robin to not be involved, and Robin is just, like, really frustrated and doesn't want to fucking do this shit. Batman makes himself a suit to be like Mr. Freeze when he fights the Predators. He won't have a uh, heat signature. And uh, Robin's just like, whatever, I'll just go to the drive-in with my friends. Uh, Robin goes to a sci-fi, like, classic drive-in yeah. style thing. Okay. Which this is dope because a predator goes to attack him while there's a cheesy 50s B-movie playing on the screen. And the art was really oh fun. Because it was like, tear from another world! And then the predator, like, fucking is invisible. And then it <laughs> appears. And uh, it, it's when Batman realizes that the predator predators are father and son. Then he realizes that he's basically sent Robin into a situation where he's all alone and not even as Robin. So Robin, like, gets his friends away and then gets, starts going to the Batcave to try and confront the Predator that's after him. Uh, Alfred once again shoots the Predator with a gun from the 1800s. Fuck yeah, get him, dude. <laughs> Yet again. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, but the Predator's still coming, and they're trying while Batman's fighting the adult Predator uh, as best as he can. It's a great fight, actually. It's quite good. Uh, Batman wins, eventually. And, uh, I think incapacitates it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he's carrying something from the old Predator to, like, basically, like, when he shows up to confront the younger Predator, the younger Predator stops fighting because he's carrying some of his dad's shit, basically. And then okay. they fuck off and they go home. Basically. Like, oh Batman's just like, get out of here, don't fuck with me. And uh, that worked last time, right? But anyway, 
it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't like anything like amazing or original. It has a lot of repeated kind of things from the original Batman versus Predator. And obviously a lot of repeated things from just all Predator things ever. Because people keep getting the same ideas over and over again. It's almost like they didn't get an idea. But it was okay. It's a decent enough read. For the first time in a while, I would probably recommend it. That's For these kind good. of things. And speaking of which, I would probably recommend this one. Even though I think I liked it a little less. But I liked the art more. And I liked maybe the ideas present a little more. Uh, Superman vs. Predator. Okay. This is written by David Michelin. Who co-created Venom. Oh, fuck. along with your boy Todd McFarlane in the the early '90s or late '80s or whatever it was, also co-created Carnage. The character Scott Lang, not the first Ant Man, but the one who Paul Rudd is. So basically, Ant Man. And uh, I guess Rhodey, you know, War Machine. Uh, wrote a lot of Spider Man. This man. Okay. And uh, but he's done DC stuff too, and this is one of them. Uh. Superman vs. Predator does the same fucking dumb thing that uh, Superman vs. Aliens did in that they their first question in addressing how you handle this is how do you make it a fair fight? And the easy out is depower Superman. And that right. sucks. That's such a boring way to go about it. It's so typical. <sighs> it's so damn typical and worn out. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, art by Alex Maleev, who uh, does a shitload of stuff with Brian Michael Bendis, uh, his Daredevil works and stuff. Uh, he's great. I love his art. It's a little strange looking. I mean, you can still tell what's going on. Uh, I, there's things I didn't like about it in the comic. Like, there's this female character that I just did not like the design of. Uh, she's, like, half naked the whole time. Yeah, um, okay. Black lady with a big fro, but tiny ass shorts and a bikini top. Stupid. That's what you do when you go and explore. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't remember any of the side characters' names. But uh, it doesn't really matter. Basically, there's this expedition happening. Uh, looking into shit. And they find some... Uh, I, I think a, a crashed Predator ship. Okay. And uh, I think it's a Star Labs exposition. Uh, our our main people we want to talk about are, are that lady, uh, half-naked lady. <laughs> and then there's like an old grizzled explorer man. And he's kind of jaded and hates the world a bit. He was a, actually a good character. Uh, he's very sarcastic. Uh, he has a couple yikes moments where he says ultra-conservative things. Oh, God. Uh like I think, like the the woman almost falls to her death, and he's like, "Guns aren't dangerous, but liberals are," or something like that. I'm like, Ugh, "Excuse geez, me, is it supposed so to be like sarcastic?" Stupid. Is it written like tongue in cheek? I I don't know. I mean, I think we're supposed to feel like he's a good guy, uh, but anyway. They're looking into this alien craft, and Superman shows up, and he's like, all right, I'll help you guys see what's what. Uh, and they go into the alien craft, and Superman touches this thing, 
and he begins to feel depowered. It's some kind of alien substance. He gets some kind of alien disease. Doesn't affect the humans, it affects Superman. This causes Superman to have... You know, I, I, I would like to say that he's more powered up than he was in Superman vs. Aliens. But at the same time, not at, not at 100%. Uh, and then a bunch of bad guys show up with guns and stuff, and they take everybody hostage, including Superman, because he can't do a whole lot about it right, right now. Right. Now it's when we get to the part where this comic goes off the deep end, and it's before the Predator has even shown up. Oh my god. <laughs> we get a, uh, we get a reveal that there is a villain, this villain group is led by a professor who literally wants to just kill all disabled or fucked up people in the world. <laughs> just a very, like, Nazi-esque, like, just take out everyone who has any ailment at all. Anything that doesn't benefit society, just kill them all. We're gonna release gas into the atmosphere, put it in the water, or something like that. I don't really remember. What like, a plot! He's like, yeah, it's going, it's gonna be great. Aren't you guys excited about this plan? Uh, Lois Lane is there too, by the way. I think that's why Superman shows up. Okay. That makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think even, like, he's like, Oh, Lois, could you write a good story about this for me? Because, and she's like, No. <laughs> <laughs> so they just imprison everybody, and then the Predator shows up. The Predator is looking to, uh,. Either take back or destroy his ship, or it's a ship from a dead one, I think. No, it's a ship from a dead one. I'm trying to remember. There's less information easily accessible on the internet about this comic, so I'm not looking at it. I'm just trying to remember. It's been weeks since I've read this fucking shit. It's looking to basically, like, remove the evidence and destroy the ship, and then go back. It's not actually here to hunt. It's here to get rid of that ship that's left behind by one that was here to hunt. So, like, what the prayer was doing at AVP Requiem. A little bit, a little bit, but not as stupid. And actually explained, kind of. Uh, it's revealed to us that uh, old, grizzled, sarcastic explorer man encountered a predator before in this region. And that's the one that was here initially. It appeared with that ship and then got taken out and blew up like the end of Predator 1 with the bomb. And it left a big-ass chasm off to the side that they see, and that's when he tells us this story. Anyway, uh, Superman tries to help everybody escape and tries to uh, stop this plan, but can only do so much because he's super depowered. But the Predator shows up and starts doing his job for him. Kills a lot of the mercenary people. There's a big head mercenary man working for the evil man that is the most badass. Predator has a fight with him, but, but wins, because he's the Predator, of course. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we get the big twist. Okay. Half-naked lady working for, decides to work for bad guys. Of her own accord. Okay. It's not that she was working for them the whole time, it's that she decides to, based on his idea of killing off all physically or mentally disabled people. Which is stupid as shit. <laughs> right, right. God. Uh, so she decides to do that. And and eventually, you know, obviously that plan doesn't succeed. 
And uh, what ends up happening is Superman kind of like comes to an understanding with the Predator because he fights it once or twice. It is called Superman versus Predator. But they eventually come to an understanding that they're here for the same thing. And he kind of like, either through showing it the machine that the guy is using or through some other means, convinces the Predator to take out the machine that is supposed to spread the evil virus to everyone on the world. Oh, by the way, the Predator also gives Superman a cure for the disease that is inside him, giving him no powers. What? Because okay. the Predator just has that. This is a pretty chill Predator, all things considered. Yeah. He kills a couple people, but he helps Superman out and saves the world, if you think about it. That's, that's weird. It is really weird. It doesn't really work, but... I think the main lesson is that the Predators are neither good nor evil. They just do what they do. And what they don't want to happen is their hunting grounds to die off. It's part of what the reasoning behind that is. But anyway, bad guy gets killed. Predator fucks off. Everything's okay. The art and some of the lines and some of the moments kind of saved this comic for me. But like, obviously the general ideas are pretty bad. <laughs> But it wasn't nearly as bad as Superman vs. Aliens. I would kind of half-heartedly recommend it for, like, the art and some of the, the moments and lines. But it's it's generally not too great. Anyway, next week we'll talk more... Eh, comics? Okay. Uh, let's see what's up for... Uh, what's on deck for next week. Ooh, I'm excited about this one. Green Lantern vs. Aliens? And JLA versus Predator. I'm excited about those for completely opposite reasons of each other. But you'll have to wait to find out. Anyway, Jub. Speaking of things that are... Eh. Eh? Predators. Predators. We watched Predators. Yeah, I thought That's the next right. one was Prometheus. I might have even said that last week. Right. Oops, if so. But no because Predators Because unfortunately, it's not Prometheus, it is Predators. And I never thought I would say, unfortunately, it's not Prometheus about anything. But when it comes to this franchise, Prometheus <laughs> is actually probably in the upper half. Yeah. As, yeah. as sad as that is, there's a lot of crap here. Predators isn't really crap. No, it's dumb. But it's not great. It's, it's it's not even good. It's it is a really just meh movie. It is okay. It is competently directed. It is competently acted. Uh, I it's it's pretty basic in in terms of what it is. It also tries really really hard to milk the first movie for references and stuff to try to keep people engaged through nostalgia to an to a degree that's kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, it the predator the score. score yeah, is literally just the, the score for Predators. Right, and it's really out of place sometimes. Yeah. There's a part where it turns into like a metal rendition of it. Oh, God, it's so and bad. And it is bad. It made me cringe in my soul. Ugh. But anyway, what's Predators about, Jusby? Well, all right. Predators is the most interesting form of Brody Quest I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody. Yeah, good old Adrian Brode Brode. Go drops from the sky. That's literally how this movie starts. Yep. He falls down from the sky. He's like, what? The Brody quest begins. Yep. And then he he falls down to the ground. 
And then there's another guy who also big, did big fall ground. And they're like, what the fuck? And they find another guy who fell ground. And he's like, what the fuck? And they find this chick who fell ground. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? They just keep finding people that fell. That's the whole movie? That's that's about the first 20 minutes of it or so. It's just them yeah, finding right. a bunch of people who fell out of the sky. So who do we got here, all, all things considered, every single person that dropped? Uh, we got we got Adrian Brody as Action Man. That's that's it. Edgy Action Man. That's what he is. I believe he is miscast because I think Adrian Brody's actually quite an okay actor. I don't think of him as super duper Action Man necessarily. Yeah. I don't think of him in this leading man role ever really necessarily. No, not like. Not like that. It's so off-putting. But I guess it's only off-putting if you have context of who Adrian Brody is. Because it's not like he does a bad job. At all. He actually does fine. He does fine in the role. I actually don't really have any complaints about how he acted. No, I just... I, the character himself is kind of just like... Big uh, dickhead? Yeah, he's just a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> That's most of the people in this movie, He's though. He's super edgy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get... The, the vibe they were going is that they're all bad people. That, like... So it would make sense, because they're killers. That's why the Predators... Spoiler. Uh, take them to their home planet. Or something like it. Yeah. Uh, be the then idea. there's Girl. She's a sniper from uh, the Israel Defense Forces. Played by Alice Braga. I don't know who she is. Topher Grace. As... You know, toe for grace. Yeah, the usual type passes. <laughs> He's just, like, nervous the whole time. Oh, God. Man, I can't, you know, do anything. Yeah, it's, it's part of the course for him. Uh, Walton Goggins, who I love. I love that man. He's a great actor. But he always plays these same, like, hillbilly degenerate characters. And that's no exception here. He plays, like, a person who, I guess, was in prison. Uh... Like, the most wanted man or something? A death row inmate? I don't know. He's awful. <laughs> I mean, he acts it fine, but that character is awful, I should say. There's Nikolai, a Russian commando. He's played by Oleg Tartak Tarov. Excuse me? Man, that sounded more Russian than his actual character's name. Excuse me? I don't know what he's from. I feel like I've seen him before, but, you know, doesn't matter. Uh, we got a Yakuza man. Yep. Played by uh, Louis Ozawa Chang Chien. Don't, don't talk. No? No talkies. So he doesn't talk. Oh, I thought you were telling me not. No, not you. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Mafia guy does no talkies on either blind. Uh, pushes him. Like, we, oh, got, look, uh, we got a... Uh, how do you say this man name? I've, I want to know it, actually. Cause I feel like I'll always fuck it up. Mahar Maharshala Ali. Yeah, yeah, Marshal Ali. I think it's how it's pronounced. Marshala. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I like him a lot. He's been in a lot of things that are great. Uh, I really liked him in House of Cards before that turned into oh, yeah, a shit he was show. Great. Uh, As Remy. Yes. Uh, yeah. He's apparently really good on Luke Cage. He just won a fucking. No, he didn't. I thought he won an Oscar in the back of my head, but no, it was the other guy from Green Book, Aragorn, right? Yeah. Or did he win the Oscar? No, he won an Oscar, right? Maybe I'm mistaken. Uh, oh, I remember what it is. He won Best Supporting, even though he's kind of like also a main character. 
So it's weird that he won Best Supporting. But he did win an Oscar. Uh, He was also on that new season of True Detective that's apparently really good. Uh, I like him a lot. He's kind of really underused here. He's like barely in it. I wish he was in it more. Speaking of underused, Danny Trejo as a Mexican drug cartel enforcer man. Oh, wow, really? (laughs) Who would have thunk? Yeah, but like he's fun. I wish he was in it more because he deserves to be in it more. He he's always the best. He does what he does. <laughs> That's I mean, the one like, thing he does. Yeah, I mean it works. They get they broke. Yeah, and that that's all the people that drop down. There's other characters, but we'll talk about them in a bit. Yeah, but they were like, so they all drop down. Yeah, they all get together and like, where the fuck are we? Some of them are fighting amongst each other, and some right. of them are like not and trying to figure out what's going on. But you know, here uh, here they find out once they get there. That, oh shit, we gotta be in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's where they are? Uh huh. How could you tell? I don't know. Okay. No, they gotta. Because like, they couldn't drive anywhere because it's right. really hard to get anywhere. No, no, well, they're um, like, alright, so they're like. Confusing roads. We must be in Pittsburgh. We're in Jungie. <laughs> and then they're first, first they're like, well. Oh, this we... jungle doesn't look like any jungle I've right. ever jungled to jungle. Like, what jungle were we at? <laughs> it's Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then, uh, alright, so then they just start walking around. And then they walk up to this big old scenery. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's there's other planets above them. They're like, fuck! Yeah. Oh, we were in space. Yeah. yeah. We're in big space. We're they fucked. even thought they were in hell for a bit, but no. They're just in space. It's fine. Yeah, the wiggle's like, oh, we're in hell. Like, how edgy of you, bro. No, you're in fucking... <laughs> you're in a goddamn alien planet. Oh, man. And, uh... So, uh, alright, well, that sucks. Why are we here? Well, it turns out, buddy... Yeah. You're you're just part of the most dangerous game. Remember that book? Mm-hmm. That's what Predator mm. is. We talked about that on here, talking about Predators. Because right. I was trying to think of, like, the more sophisticated version of the, the the other metaphor we had that they're just beer swilling hillbilly hunters that that's sort of closer to what this is i guess <laughs> with their dogs <laughs> yeah they got hunting dogs <laughs> so yeah there's dog predators yeah, so they get yeah. the big old speaking of that, they get the big old right after that they get the big old alien dog sicked on them uh-huh and they got a, a big scene where they just shoot a yeah, lot they of shot bullets. a lot. How did they not run out of bullets in this uh, they movie? They did. Oh, I guess they did. But they, but early on, they had a lot to spare to right. just shoot at these dogs badly. Yep, they uh, wasted all of it. Yeah. So what happened next? So they wasted all the ammo on the dogs. Uh-huh. And there's one left, but it gets called off by Predator Mans. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, what, what the hell is that? <laughs> and, then, and then Adrian Brody goes like, we're being hunted. <laughs> he says it like that too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so then Edry and Brody and crew go ahead and uh, go looking for whoever the fuck these guys are. Yeah. Oh, uh, Machete goes missing. Oh yeah, that's what. This is what happens. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Good old Machete goes missing, and they're like, "All right, where the fuck is he?" And then he, they find him saying, "Help me!" in the middle of a field, and then Edry and Brody's like. It's a trap. It's a trap. Don't and, do it. And it was. Like, yeah. he, he proves it's a trap and everything. But, like, so we were we were kind of right and kind of wrong. Because I was like, oh, oh, I know, Jusby. 
the predators have already killed him, and they're just saying out of their mouths with their predator speech, where they just repeat stuff that people are saying. Right. Help me, help me, as Danny Trejo. They sampled Danny Trejo and started putting him in the track. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, so, <laughs> like, but... But then they they put forth the notion that they injure him and make him say help. But then they walk that back and it was what I thought. Right. Is that's that was the weirdest shit because it made it me think I wasn't correct. And you, then I was. Yeah, shot where after they're all like, "Well, fuck this, we're leaving him." Good old girl <laughs> shoots him in the back of the head. Oh, yeah, to, like, kill him so that he's yeah, dead Yeah, but now. then that sound happens again. Uh-huh. And she gets ultra-spooked. Whoa! Well, it's Predator Man doing Predator Man things. You want some candy? <laughs> I remember that, yeah. And so, and so now they're like, all right, well, that sucked, dick. Let's go find Predator. We gotta find a way off this rock. So they stumble into... A, a little, a little like looks like a burned down village type area. Yeah. And then they, uh, they find a dead predator hanging, a quote unquote dead. Uh huh. Is this before or after a bunch of them die, or is this when they first? This is when a bunch oh, of yeah. them no, die. Oh yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Go ahead. This is right after Danny Trejo gets fucked. Yeah. And then, uh, and then one guy goes, "All right, let's poke him." Yeah, they find a predator tied up. It's right. important to note that, like that, that's kind of weird. That there's a predator tied yeah, up because we be... know the predators are hunting them. Right. So why would they tie up one of their own? Uh huh. But anyway, either way, they poke him and then he freaks them. He go as predators the do. Freaks the fuck out. And then the other predators show up and they're like, "Hey, teleports behind you. Nothing personnel, kid." <laughs> yeah, they start killing a bunch of them. Yeah. Or maybe just a couple. I don't it's remember just, who I all think dies. It's, like, it's a couple of them. Uh Maharshar dies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Actually, he might be the only one. He is he the only one? Yeah, he. Is I, the it only seemed one. like a lot more of them would have died, but I guess he's the only one that dies. Yeah, he's the only one that dies in that part. But yeah. they all, uh, they they run the fuck away and get out. Uh huh. And it turns out that Edry and Brody set that up so he could find out what they were dealing with. Yeah. And so everybody gets angry at him, like, "Oh, you're a madman, Edry and Brody." <laughs> and he's just like, "I Brody, what I gotta do?" He's like. <laughs> He's like, a Brody's got to do what a Brody's got to do, all right? Like, I did it to survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I'm so like, edgy. Oh. And everybody's like, all right, whatever, dude, let's just fucking go. Yeah. Oh, jeez, man. Uh-oh, then a predator comes out and attacks them, but it's not a predator. Guess who? Guess who it is? It's motherfucking Lawrence Fishburne, baby. Oh, shit, Morpheus is in this movie. That's right, it's oh, the Matrix. Oh, shit. And he's like, all right, guys, let's go tumbling down some fucking rabbit holes. Let's go. <laughs> and then he guides them to a... Uh, to his house that is a predator ship broken like a down broken or broken down predator ship that still has reserve power. This is my favorite part of this movie because Fishburne is so fucking good. He's so fucking good. He's great. As this random bit part in Predator's... He puts forth, like, a master class of acting for reasons that are unknown to me. Because you gotta give Why did he pull bit. out the stops on Predator? Because he, he always... Lawrence Fishburne always gives it his all. It's true. It's true. He's a good actor. He, he plays this kind of, like, Colonel Kurz kind of character. 
that's like kind of like you know just got maybe too into where he was right or like just in too deep and kind of went insane via war and trauma or whatever and now he's just like part of it in the predator planet like he he got dropped in there at some point in the past and now he's just you know part of it now and he's insane he talks to one of his dead colleagues or i assume or somebody and that, that was easily the best part of this movie i think so anyway, I fell asleep. You did during that part. I'm sorry to hear that, Josby. Yeah, just for a little bit, though, not for long. It was only for like probably about a minute. You're really dedicated to our show. I'm very tired today, <laughs> so I tried, man. I really did, and like I, just, I know because that that was the part where the movie was kind of winding down a little bit during exposition and shit. It was a very exposition scene, but I, I couldn't help but be very in, very enthralled by it yeah because I mean, like, fishburn sells it he's so good he has good shit he's yeah, he's probably best part about this movie i'd say yeah easily um so obviously he betrays them all and he tries to kill all of them so he could take their shit right because he's just about surviving like adrian brody did earlier should have guessed that uh <laughs> so but they escape by uh, Adrian Brody blows a hole in the fucking wall, and then it makes the predators come, and they kill him. And he's like, "What took you so long?" What kind of come? Yeah. Uh, so they escape, but uh, I think Russian guy die. Yeah, Russian guy die trying to save Doctor Man. Yes, Doctor Man played by Topher Grace. We should right. point out that he says he's a doctor and stuff. Doctor uh, Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he sacrifices mm-hmm. himself Doctor to Man. save Doctor mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. And then they, they get out, and then big old Predator grenade explode. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, fuck. And then Prison Man, who's just been kind of being like a goofball the whole movie. Oh, we should say how Russian Man died, because it was actually fun. Oh, yeah, okay. It was dope. Yeah, first of all, Because the Predator's stabbing him. Yeah, he shot the shit out of, out of out of that Predator, first of all, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In order to save Dr. Man. And then on their way out, he was holding that Predator back, and the Predator stabs him. Yeah. And then he he says probably something along the lines of fuck you motherfucker in Russian. And uh-huh. spits in his face. Spits blood in his face. Yeah, fuck you alien. And man. then he's holding like grenades. Look at HIV. Or like <laughs> he's holding like grenades or maybe like predator grenades. I don't know. So it seems like a predator grenade. Yeah, there's a bigger explosion than it should have been. And then as soon as they're out, fucking prison man yeah. is going like yeehaw we escaped motherfuckers and then he gets shot he gets shot as fuck because he's predator. making too much noise and the predator's looking at him getting ready to fire on edry and brody then prison uh-huh. man gets back up and starts just shiving him <laughs> just shiving the you fuck guys out gotta escape go uh he was what a degenerate salute that degenerate Worst character. Yeah, easily. I mean, he's a much more entertaining actor when the degenerate has a bit of weight to him. Instead of just, like, literally there's a scene in this movie where he's just like, Oh, man, I can't wait to get out of here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, eat some cornbread and rape a bunch of bitches. I'm just gonna rape a bunch of bitches. Yeah. Like, he literally says that. Like, word for word. I don't know if that's word for word. I don't remember exactly what he said. It's, it's very close. But he does say rape some bitches. 
Yeah, and then uh, Dr. Man. Are we supposed to feel bad when he dies? No. Because I don't think so. No. But, like, so why even try? <laughs> I don't know. Why give him this moment where he's cool, where he attacks the Predator and stabs him a bunch? Anyway, everybody else run. But Yakuza Man, who just recently started talking a bit, uh, decides to go mano a mano with a Predator to give our crew a chance to escape. In the... It was it was pretty good. That was a good scene. It was a good little yeah. samurai fight, man. And then they with they, a predator though. Yeah. And they kill each other. They do. It was dope. I liked that scene actually. Yeah, it was this cool. This movie has a lot of good, good executed things in it, and maybe some good ideas. But like, it's a lot of padding to get to like those moments. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's because it just it kind of makes the entire experience feel kind of meh to me. Uh, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. So, so our remaining characters are just Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody, yeah. girl, sniper girl. Yep, sniper girl. And then Eric Foreman. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get this moment. I, I, I'm trying to remember if anything else happened. Uh oh oh yeah 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 no. Topher Grace steps on a trap, gets his leg fucked up, right? Right, yeah. It like and names he, him. And he's like, Well, we gotta leave him behind. And he's like, No, don't leave me behind. And Sniper Girl takes the bait. She decides to stay behind with him. While Adrian Brody decides to go with his plan, which is to go back just fuck you. to the predator they found earlier. You basically just fuck you too. You get go back to the predator guy and get his ship. Yeah, which, like, I guess we should establish that we, we forgot to mention that Lawrence Fishburne's character uh, told them that there's two different kinds of Predators. They're kind of, it's like two, it's like, it's like the Predator Hatfields and the Predator McCoys, <laughs> is what I'm going to choose to believe. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, you know, they're just, they have like this dumb feud going on where they fight each other. Uh, one of the, the Hatfield predators tied up and the McCoy predators are just, you know, going about their business. They got them tied up. So Brody's plan is to go to that ally predator, if you will, and try and convince him that he'll let him go if he gives him a ship. But he, you know, kind of, uh, selfishly decides to go do that while, uh, sniper girl is trying to rescue Eric Foreman. And then they fall in another trap. Of course. And it's a pitfall, and they're in a pit. Thankfully, it's not a spiky pit like she fell in earlier. Because then they just both die. Right? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> then we get the big stupid twist, Jusby. Oh, my God. Tell us about the big stupid twist. All right. Remember Doctor Man? Yeah. He murder man. Eric Foreman is a murderer. It, it, so he... Eric Foreman is a serial killer. So, there's a callback to this way in the beginning of the movie where there's a venomous plant and he takes a little sample from it and he's like, don't touch that, bud. And then apparently along the way he grabbed... Another one. Right, another one and then cut Sniper Girl with it uh-huh. and made her paralyzed. And then uh-huh. he confesses that he's a serial killer, basically. Yep, and, 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 it, and it goes to the point where he's like, I like it here because here I'm normal. Here I'm not the weirdo. I belong here. Which I don't know if I would go that far, buddy. No, no. <laughs> not at all. They want to kill you still, dude. Right, right. 
And then this just... is such a weird, like, out of nowhere twist. By the way, yeah, it felt utter... there's not really a many hints towards him being like this at yeah, any point. It just it just felt super unearned and sudden. Yeah, for I sure. Like it. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, for sure. But then, right when he's about to kill Sniper Girl, Edry and Brody comes to save the day. Uh huh. And uh, he, but I he guess he pretends to not know that he's serial killer man. And he pulls both out of there, and he's just like, I don't know what happened. She got paralyzed. Oh, man. She's been predator. Thank God you showed up, Adrian right. Brody, my savior, my hero. And then, <laughs> so as good old Adrian Brode Brode is uh, figuring out what, what's going on with Sniper Girl, Dr. Man gets up behind him, getting ready to go in for the kill kill. <laughs> and then... She believed in you forever. Yeah, he, he, uh, to 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 Topher Grace's credit, he plays this role well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I've never thought that he was a bad actor. I think he just got a bad rep because of Spider-Man Three. What uh, do you think? Yeah, I think he just got like you know the blunt of like the blame for that one. Like, cause it's the easy thing to make fun of in that movie is how they made Eric Foreman Venom. It's like this character that everyone was so fucking hyped to see, so badass. Everybody's favorite badass, edgy Marvel character. And it's just, and then it's just fucking Eric from that '70s show. Oh my god! And 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 like, I I feel like a lot of people were disappointed in that, but then like just blame Topher Grace instead of blaming who they should have blamed, which was everyone, right? Who made Spider-Man Three? <laughs> just everyone collectively. So what we get in between all of this. Is the Predator, you know, goes to Lone Entry and Brody his ship to get the hell out of there for cutting him down from being captive. Yeah, somehow the Predator just understands everything that he says. Like I said, I, I would understand, if, like, if it's a seasoned Predator, I guess it makes sense, especially with the culture that's going on in this planet, Yeah, that he would hear enough human language to pick up on it, you he know? He shows them, like, holographic planets on his Predator phone or whatever the fuck it is it's a phone i, I don't know it's smart device. so far it's done everything up to and including exploding explodes shows them radar shows them all kinds of shit uh <laughs> but uh he shows them like all these holographic planets and like goes to earth and then adrian brody is like yeah that one or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and then shows them like to his ship while he fights the other predator I guess the main bad guy predator, if you will. In the last one left. He got edgy something. teeth on his helmet. It's Ooh, yeah. stupid looking. I bet he thinks he's so cool. Yeah. What band did you say he listens to? Oh, fuck. I forget. Oh, you said he listens to The Used. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, he listens to The Used. Probably Man. Just, probably just sitting there like, It's worth the can you ever hear me? It's like sad, sulking. Jesus Christ. It's an emo predator. Emo predator. Got to, got to put them teeth on your helmet and look oh, cool. Oh, God. What, a, what an edgelord. The kids anyway, at school will like me if I do this. They mom. do a little fighty fight scene, and then that that predator, the one the one that uh got cut down, just gets fucked. Yeah. He just gets fucked Gets on. his head cut off. Just gets big doo-dooed on. Yeah. All right, cut back to, to Edrian and the crew. Mm. Uh... He, Doctor Man tries to tries to kill Edry Brody, and he's like, "I'm faster than you." Lol. Stabs him in the neck. Oops. 
And then he's like, please, and then, and then uh, Dr. Man's like, please don't kill me. He's like, I won't. And then, uh, As sets in up the a predators trap. will. Yeah. Right. Sets up a trap for the predator. So that, that last old predator finds the dead body, sees it, and he's like, okay, t- trophy time. And it goes up to it, and turns out there's a bunch of grenades strapped to Dr. Man's chest. It does big boom. Mm-hmm. Hurts Predator Man. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't kill him though. Nope. And then we get Adrian Brody's last stand, where he uh, has set up a bunch of fire and put mud on himself so that Predator can't see him. Uh, by the way, they found out the mud trick because Sniper Girl literally just heard about yeah the first movie. Yeah. Yep. Oh well, she watched Predator One. Is basically what happened. <laughs> you and me both, kid. Uh, you and me both. They 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 replic they replicate shirtless man covered in mud from Predator One to the point where he actually says, "Come on, I'm over here. Come on, do it, do it." Right. Which was so fucking cringy and it's bad. Ham fisted. Why the fuck would you reference it word for word? It's so like hammy. It's Why like, would you do it at all? There's no real reason for right. him to say that. It, it's stupid. I don't like it that at like, all. Like, the whole reason Arnold is saying it in Predator 1 is he's trying to lure the Predator into a trap. So he's like, do it, I'm here, come on, kill me! And instead he's doing it to, like, distract him, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. And then he's just, like, running in and out of, like, bushes and shit and just hitting him with this hatchet. Uh-huh. He just keeps popping him in the head. <laughs> right. It, it, his armored head, by the way. Good job, Edrian. Yeah, maybe like, aim for, the, like, his bare chest and stuff like that. Right. Hurt him more, bruh. But, uh, Brody at first has the upper hand, but then the Predator, like, switches his vision... Yeah. ...to something that does let him see Adrian Brody and then Such just heartbeat. shoots... Yeah, and then just shoots at him, and Adrian Brody's like, fuck, this is not the Brody quest I had in mind. <laughs> and, uh, so then the Predator starts beating the shit out of him. In yeah. the meantime, sni- the paralysis is starting to wear off on Sniper Girl from Convenient. when Dr. Man fucked her up. Convenient that that paralysis is wearing off. And she sees her gun, she's like, fuck, God, get over there. <laughs> Gotta save my boy. And she she painstakingly crawls over and gets her sniper rifle ready uh-huh. and shoots Pred right when he's going in for the kill shot. Which gives Adrian Brody a chance to start beating the fuck out of the Predator yeah, again. Yeah, because Predator gets pissed him. and then shoots her with a little little knifey thing. Yeah. Injures doesn't kill her. Slightly. Doesn't kill her. No. And, and then, then, uh... Then, yeah, then Adrian Brody gets goes ham mode. Yeah. And just keeps hitting him with this axe until a really bad CGI'd head cutoff happens. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. It looked horrible, guys. It's one of the worst CGI decapitations I've ever seen out of all the one that I've seen. Needless to say, one. it looked bad. Yeah, I don't know how often I see CGI not, decapitation. Not much, but this one looked like <laughs> shit. You could tell. It just was not It doesn't a good help time. that it was green, so it already looked otherworldly and weird. Yeah, and then it was just even the worse. Blood. Right. Yeah, it looked like shit. But yeah, and so our heroes have won. Really. But have they? Because they're still on a fucking planet. Uh, so, then, yeah. Oh, we didn't mention that the ship got fucking exploded. Yeah. Yeah, that, the predator they just make like, you think that Adrian Brody was on it, and then it just fucking explodes. But then, of course, he wasn't on it. Of course not. Yeah. And then, and then we get to the end of the film, the last scene, where they're just sitting there together, and then you you look, they pans up to the sky, and there's a bunch more people dropping in. <sighs> more and then parachutes. He just says, now let's get the fuck off this planet, Ritz. Repeat, baby. Yeah, that sucks, man. 
They just won the Battle Royale game, and now more people are dropping in. What the fuck? Give them a chance to get the winner-winner chicken dinner, all right? Goddamn. I didn't think about that. It kind of does have a little bit of a Battle Royale vibe, like the movie Battle Royale. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Um... But a lot, but it's really just like a, a that's team a better thing. movie for sure. Oh, the, because there's a lot more complication to that. And Battle Royale, shit, great underrated movie. Fucking awesome. Nobody movie. talks about it, right? Way better than well, Hunger people Games. do, but only in relation to like this was Hunger Games before the Hunger Games, and I think it's like way more. It's way better than the Hunger Games. Yeah, but Fuck. like Hunger Games is also different. Like I feel like that's an unfair comparison. The only similarity is that it's people trying to kill each other. Right. And it's kind of like a game. If that's all you need, then The Running Man is the same shit, too. Oh, man. And so is this. Like, you right. know, it's just... Not everything is the same. It's similar, but that's it. Yeah. And that's where the movie ends in really dumb fashion. Uh-huh. It's like they just walk off, and they're like, time to get off this fucking planet. Yeah, with no real resolution. Like, nobody escaped. Right. I have a better ending okay. that I thought of while watching this movie. All right, Shoot. Keep the Topher Grace plot twist. Right. Okay? So, but you save the reveal for a different time. And here's the time. We could still have everything happen. We could still have Topher Grace fight a predator and win and be badass as shit. And we could have all this stuff happen. Uh, the girl tragically dies. Okay. And it's fucking Topher Grace's fault, but it's not revealed to us that it's Topher Grace's fault. Oh, Okay. okay. We'll maybe see that in a flashback later. Uh, Adrian Brody came back for them still, but the ship didn't explode. That's not part of the plot. The ship's just waiting for him. Right. He picks up injured Topher Grace and takes him to the ship, and they get on the ship and they start going. And they're going home. And then the reveal happens that he's a serial killer when he kills Adrian Brody. Oh my god. And then he looks at the console and he's like, you know, time to head home. And it's just creepy and a good horror movie ending to it. That's the neat. reveal that he's a serial killer happens at the end and he is the winner <laughs> of the film. Man, that'd be sick. That would be sick. Because then the, that reveal happening at the end and then he wins would be so fucking cool and dark and horror. Right. <laughs> and instead it happens like where he gets his comeuppance still. And I, I realize you want that character to get his comeuppance, but like if your whole kind of like arc of this movie is about like shitty people doing whatever it takes to survive, yeah. that would be dope. That right. would be a cool way to do that. The shittiest person survives. Yes. Because he played everyone the whole fucking time. Right. You played the game perfectly. Yeah, that would be fucking cool. We get typical ending with Action Man. Oh, yeah, no, the Action Hero wins for sure, not right. fucking Topher Grace, let me right. tell you. Hmm. But yeah, eh, overall, prayers, eh. It was okay. Now, here's the important discussion to have. Okay. It's certainly better than last week's movie. Oh, everything was, yeah. But this is the first time a movie in this set of film franchises doesn't just go down the list. Because so far, it's just been everything gets worse, so its placement in a ranking list has been easy. Right. But how high should Predators go? Let's see. Let's go one by one. Definitely better than AVP Requiem. Is it better than Alien vs. Predator? Yes. I would say so. Is it better than Alien Resurrection? Yes. Okay. I would agree. 
I don't think it's as, as enjoyable of a film, actually, to watch, because Alien Resurrection is funny as balls. Yeah, but there's some really good shots in this movie. Yeah, this is competently made. Right. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, the, the director was a guy that hasn't done much. <laughs> uh, his name was, I fucking shit you not, Nimrod Antal. Great. Uh, Great and, name. And, you know, I just looked him up briefly, you know. Uh, d- despite the fact that last week, uh, looking up someone resulted in me finding out that they're a murderer, uh, I don't think Adrian Brody has killed anyone. I don't think Nimrod has killed anyone. Sorry, clear. guys. Can't happen every week. Right. <laughs> God. Uh, he's a Hungarian-American film director. I mean, I don't know. He's okay. He did, he did a good enough job. He's okay. Now, what about Alien 3? I think Alien 3 is still better. I don't know if I necessarily... I, you know what? Yeah, I think Alien 3 is better. It ha, It's just... has, like... I don't agree with a lot of the decisions. Right. But it at least is... Original? And also more enjoyable, probably. I, I think it, it kind of, like, shits the bed towards the end. Certainly that segment where they're trying to trap the alien yeah, is annoying. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, like... For what it's worth, I think Alien 3 is still better than this movie. Right. Just because I agree. it really does try to carve its own identity into the franchise as opposed to this one, which is like, yeah, we'll go to the Predator home planet, but we're still going to reference Predator a lot. And, and, and like literally just use the score and literally have Adrian Brody go, come on, do it, kill me. So like, Yeah, like, fuck you. It's so on the like, nose. It, it, it's, it's, it's a great concept for a Predator movie. But, like, I I don't feel like it was interesting enough to warrant its own existence. Right, I agree. It was okay. It's certainly watchable, but it's not really something I would recommend. And I don't know if that's true for Alien 3 either. Like, these are close no. to me. Because yeah. they're both kind of flawed in different weird ways. But I think David Fincher just overall... Does a lot more interesting things in that uh, movie. Absolutely. Who can forget about cigarettes? Oh, cigarettes! Oh, nobody can will, forget. Can't I'll forget. never forget. Not in my life. Here's to you, cigarettes. I salute you. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So, Predators goes right underneath Alien Three. Yeah, I think Between I can agree with that. That's agreeable. Fine by me. All Next right. week we're watching Prometheus. Will it beat Alien Three? Yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> As much as it hates, as I hate to admit that Prometheus is better than anything. It's better than Alien 3. It is better than Alien 3, I think. But we'll see when we revisit it. It's been a while since I watched Prometheus. What do you think we're going to think of it? Uh, I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah. And I probably like it less. It's 2012, I believe. Right. I would probably like it less than when I first saw it. I I mean, there's no way I like it more. Uh, Right. The first time I saw that movie, I was tricked. Into thinking it was good. Right. Because I saw it in IMAX. And it was the first time I'd ever been to an IMAX theater to see oh, anything. Oh, you got chanted by the experience. Oh, yeah. No, because IMAX is dope. And uh, the, just the sound design in that movie is great. And the production design in that movie is great. So I went out of it thinking that I'd saw it in a great film. Hmm. And I saw an okay film. <laughs> My first IMAX film was Iron Man 3. It was sick. I bet it was. It was great. But just I do yeah. like Iron Man 3 a lot. A lot more than most people. Yeah, that's true. I think it's very good. Yeah. 
He's got some duality of man shit going on. So in. that was another episode. Of, oh, we forgot to talk about Game of Thrones. But that's okay. Whatever. It was a good episode. It was a good episode set up for bullshit. Yeah. It was oh, better well, than the last week episode. Yeah. Everybody gonna die. fucked, lol. Everybody gonna die. Oh, we'll definitely talk about that one. Everybody gonna die. Next week, we're gonna talk about everyone dies in Marvel and everyone dies in Game of Thrones. Everybody's dead. And that's gonna be an interesting-ass conversation Including right us. there. I don't know how we make a podcast. <laughs> if we're dead? We're dead. Well, just one of us will be dead. Yes, Half. Me. Bye. I'm dead. Just be died. Dead. Bye. Thank God. <laughs>